Where are you going to go for the best in college radio? The University of Central Missouri, of course. Tune in to the UCM radio station, The Beat. Hey, everyone, and welcome to Sports Page right here on UCM The Beat. I'm your host, Corinne Benedict, and today we'll be visiting with Mule's head golf coach, Tim Poe, and athlete, Alex Gentry. It's time now for Sports Page. Coach Poe is starting his 33rd year as head golf coach. Within his time here at UCM, he has led the Mules to 15 MIAA championships. Poe has been named MIAA Coach of the Year 14 times and is also a 10-time recipient of the NCAA Division II Regional District Coach of the Year Award. He was inducted into the Golf Coaches Association of America Hall of Fame in 2016 and the Missouri Sports Hall of Fame in 2022. He has built one of the best golf programs in the NCAA Division II program. Hey, Coach. It is great to have you on the show today. Well, thanks for having me. Alrighty, so you have completed your fall schedule. What went well for your team, and what do you hope to improve in for the spring? Well, I think uh, this year we're, uh, we're very, very young, uh, inexperienced. We had uh, a lot of new guys in, the, in our lineup, and uh, even our returners, uh, you know, this last this last fall didn't have a lot of experience uh, with Alex only playing really one semester last year in the spring and Calvin playing in the in the fall. Those guys, you know, really were pretty inexperienced as far as a you know a season uh, under their belt. So we're just very young. So uh, it was kind of a big learning curve for me and and uh, the team this year. So with that being said, what are your goals when looking at the spring season? Well, I think uh, you know we're we're in a pretty tough position as far as winning the overall conference championship. Uh, we got some work to do there, but uh, I really feel like the way we started playing towards the end of the season, the way the guys were getting a little more comfortable out there, that you know we got a shot at winning the conference tournament, and uh, uh, we do play our home tournament. So I feel like um, you know that's always a big advantage playing at home on your home golf course. So. You know, I would say, you know, our first our number one goal would be hopefully to win our home tournament and then uh, go on to the conference championship and hopefully hopefully play well there. You guys stay pretty consistent when it comes to placing at each tournament. What are you guys doing at practice? Well, uh, you know, again, we're we're very young, so you know, I think the uh, the big thing for us is is uh, you know right now course management. Uh, you know, these guys all hit it pretty good, all swing pretty good. Uh, we're not making a lot of changes there. It's just when we get on site, you know, getting comfortable with golf courses that we're playing and, um, you know, really working on course management and just trying to avoid making big mistakes and, and uh, having big numbers out there. If we can, if we can consistently do that, we're going to, you know, we're going to work our way to the top. I mean, I think that that was probably our biggest issue this year. We just made a few few too many big numbers and when you get to this level making those big numbers those are hard to really hard to come back from so and last season you guys made it um, back to the NCAA Central Midwest Regional Championship um, how has that set the bar for this season well that's a big goal uh, you know though there's we always have you know really three goals that uh, have been pretty consistent throughout my career and uh, you know, one is winning the conference championship. If you do that, you know, you're, 
usually going to get that automatic bid to the regional. So, um, and then, you know, if we make it to the regional, I was obviously uh, moving on through the regional and making it to the national championship. So those are kind of our three consistent goals every year. Um, the last two years has been, uh, has been pretty cool that we won both, both back-to-back regional championships and then went on to the national championship and really had a great, great finish to the year last year. We won the stroke play portion of the national championship, which is the first time we'd ever done that, and then uh, went on into match play and finished third at the overall at the national championship. We beat the defending national champions, so that really set the bar high for these guys. Um, you know, I think I think it's a realistic goal for us that to, you know if we can if we can finish the spring out strong, we could make it to the regionals, and we've proven we can beat a lot of these teams that are playing well. You know, that played well this last fall. So um, I think they know they can play with those guys. It's just uh, really right now believing that they can compete at the highest level and uh, I think they can and we'll, we'll do we should do well in the spring with your team being so young how are you adjusting them to those goals and even just college golf in general well it's uh it, it's a big step for you know for freshmen and and new guys coming in um you know it's uh I, I think it's a shock a lot of times to the to them just really you know how good this level how much higher it is than high school uh, you know, a lot of these players come in. They were, they were their number one player at their high school team, and some of the better players in the state. And then they get get here, and I mean, basically, you're taking, you know, every player on all the teams that we compete against are that good. So I think that's usually the biggest adjustment is is uh, realizing that, uh, you know, this this is a pretty pretty good level of golf, and um, you know, like I said earlier. The mistakes just, you know, uh, get compounded when you're playing at this level because everybody's pretty good and, you know, they're not going to make a lot of those veteran teams, especially which are a lot of the teams that we're playing right now, the Washburns, uh, you know, some of the teams that are playing really, really well are loaded with seniors and upperclassmen. So that's, you know, that's where we got to take care of business. We just got to eliminate the mistakes and, and all. So that's really what we're really working the most at is the mental side of the game. It's almost like beneficial to have all these young players playing against all these older members on different teams to give them that experience to prepare them for like the next couple of years. Well I've always said that it's it's always fun to have a young group and do and continue to do well because it it uh, it really makes a statement for two three years down the road uh, to these other teams that hey Central Missouri it, They've reloaded, you right. know. So, um, and you know, I, I really think we have. We've we've got a we've got a good young group of guys that uh, really are working hard. And um, you know, once I, I think once we get a little more comfortable, we're going to be a team to reckon with. I really do. Um, it's just uh, you know, like I said, the the first you know the first three four tournaments out your very first year they're they're tough. I mean, you, you just you got got to learn the, to make that adjustment to to this level and once this group does i think i think we'll be a team to to reckon with and they're not only learning how to grow as a team but they're learning how to grow individually which right is, plays a big yeah part. i mean it's uh and, and again like i said before you know a lot of these guys were 
you know, the number one player on their high school team or the, you know, number two player. And a lot of times maybe their team wasn't as strong at, at the high school level. So they're kind of playing, you know, they're, they're, they want the team to do well always. And it's always team first. But when at that level, at the high school level, a lot of times you're playing for yourself. You may, your team may not be that good. So you're, you know, trying to, trying to get to the state tournament yourself. But at this level, I mean, everybody's got to play for everybody, and you got to play for your team. So that's a little bit of an adjustment too. So, um, you know, you really, really rely on, you know, one through five, all five of the guys playing well, and and um, that, you know, you got to have that comfort level, knowing that those other four guys got your back, and and um, so that that that's an adjustment as well. Yes, for sure. When you're looking at um, into your spring schedule, what is going to be the toughest course for you guys to play on? That, to be honest with you, I think our home tournament. <laughs> we haven't won that one in a while. So uh, even with the teams that we've had over the last four or five years, uh, we haven't won that tournament in three years. So uh, I'm going to make that a big challenge for our team this year to to let's get, get the monkey off our back and win our home tournament. I think uh, – you know, really, as I said earlier, uh, you know, usually the home teams have the advantage on their home golf course that they play every day. Uh, you know, it's a little different than other sports where football fields the same dimensions and basketball right. courts the same. Golf courses are all different. So, uh, you know, you really you really do get a home course advantage uh, on your home co- golf course. So, you know, when we go to other tournaments, all the other teams have the same, you know, it's the same for them. It's a new course for them. It's not a course they play except for the home team. Right. So, so there's really no um, disadvantage against all the other teams except the home team when we go somewhere else. But, um, you know, I feel like uh, that would be a good goal for us to, to win our home tournament and get that monkey off our back. Uh, I think it would really set a precedent going into the conference tournament because it's, it's, what, the week before, I think, conference the conference championship. So, um, but I, you know, I think we can go, um, you know, our, our, our conference championship is at, uh, Silo Ridge this year down in Bolivar. Uh, a lot of the guys, uh, have played that golf course, you know, they've hosted state tournaments there. So I think we have three or four guys that have played that golf course fairly well. So that'll help, that'll help us as well. But, uh, no, that, that, that was a good question. I, I really, <laughs> I kind of thought about that when I thought, you know, our home tournament would be one that I really, uh, we'd really like to win that one. Do you think it's almost a mental thing that you guys haven't won at home the past couple of times? No, I don't think so. I just think, uh, you know, maybe we haven't quite played our best. I think maybe maybe they set the their expectations a little too high and maybe tried a little too hard. You know, that one thing about this sport, it seems like the harder you try, sometimes the worse it gets. So... If they can just go out and be themselves, I think, and do what they do every day in practice and every day in qualifying, you know, it should take care of itself. I think um, maybe maybe they just, you know, really set their expectations too high over the last couple of years. And, you know, we were right there. We had the opportunity to win the last couple of years, just didn't quite get it done. I think we were, I think we were second maybe both times. So we were right there just uh, – uh, I think two years ago, Arkansas Tech beat us, and they were the national champions. So, uh, you know, we got beat by, you know, some pretty good teams. But, 
No, we'll, we'll get it done this year. So this will be the year. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So you've been coaching for a long time and are very successful. What is the number one piece of advice you've learned from all your experience that you hope to teach your athletes? Well, I've always told recruits and our players that, uh, you know, what I try to teach uh, from my perspective is, um, you know, most of these guys are really good players when they come in here. They're, they're uh, obviously their scores have attracted me to them and they play well enough that I feel like they will fit into this program. Um, they all swing it pretty darn good there's not a lot of changes that I usually try to make I'm not a I'm not a big swinger swing changer um, you know I just feel like there's not a lot of time when they get here in the fall we just don't have a lot of time to start making swing changes and things like that so really what I try to work on with them um, is is the mental side of the game um, course course preparation uh, you know how you got to play certain golf courses uh, Although the game has really turned into a power game now, you know, hit it a long way and go find it and hit it again. That um, I still think there's a lot of finesse and old school golf that needs to be played on some of the golf courses that we play. You know, you don't have to hit driver on every hole. You can hit, you know, you can hit a long iron or a three wood, get it in play, and then um, you know we talk a lot about uh, you know when you get up on that tee. You know, let's figure out how we can make par first, and then if you get it in position, then maybe we can make birdie and and try to make birdies. So um, that's kind of really where my theory of, the, of of coaching is. I think if you can get them thinking a little bit more mentally and and uh, play the golf course like I feel some of them should be played, then they're all good enough. They're going to shoot pretty good numbers. Oh, that's yeah. awesome. Thank you, Coach. I hope to interview you again in the spring, but thank you for giving an insight on your team right now and wishing you the best luck this season. It was great to be here. Yeah, I hope to see you in the spring again. We can stop to make sure someone is okay. Get in the way and disrupt the situation. Codify an authority. Or walk them home safely. We can change the language around rape. We can make campuses safer for our teammates, our friends, and our classmates. We cannot be bystanders. Taking action isn't always easy, but it's on, on us, us to intervene. Because we can. Learn more and take the pledge at itsonus.org. Ladies and gentlemen, we have arrived in Philadelphia. Local time is 3.05 p.m. and the temperature is 67 degrees. At this time, you are now free to use your cellular devices. You know that feeling when you get to turn your phone on after the plane lands? You can have that feeling every time you drive. Make sure your cell phone is stowed away whenever you are behind the wheel. Visit StopTextStopRex.org, a message brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration, Project Yellow Light, and the Ad Council. Welcome back to UCM The Beat Sports page. I am here with Alex Gentry, a redshirt sophomore here at UCM. Alex grew up in Jefferson City, Missouri, and attended Helis Catholic High School. In high school, he was ranked as the second-best golfer in Missouri, 11th in the Midwest, and 125th nationally in his 2020 class. His career at UCM has sure taken off. In his 2021-2022 season, Alex had, the, in the course of 15 rounds and five events, a 75-stroke average. He was also named to the MIAA Academic Honor Roll. Welcome, Alex. It is great to have you. Yeah, thanks for having me. So you have completed all your fall tournaments. What are you hoping to improve for the spring? Uh, 
individually or as a team? We'll both. do both. Okay. Uh, individually, you know, I guess for the team too, just the little things, you know, whether it's course management. Um, as a team, we definitely have to get better mentally. I mean, as Coach was saying earlier, you know, we're young this year. Uh, a lot of inexperience, but, you know, I think we'll get it rolling in the spring for sure. And as a team? It, yeah, you know, same thing for the team. I think, you know, just it's the, the little things. Missing the green from 60 yards, three putting when it's unnecessary. Um, yeah, that just all falls back to course management and, you know, being more confident in yourself. Um, you had a pretty great fall season. At the most recent tournament, the Tulsa Cup, you tied for 10th leading your team. How does it feel having this much success? You know, it's good. Um, I don't think it's anything to brag about for sure. Um, you know, it was, it was nice to see a couple good rounds in the, in the uh, you know, fall season. Missed one tournament, but traveled the other four. Um, yeah, you know, there's, there's good thing. You know, there's things to build on, but still, um, you know, a lot of room for improvement. Do you have a favorite fall or spring season? Oh, man. Fall, I would say more often than not because the weather's a little better. This fall we didn't have great weather, but spring's, spring's tough. A lot of rain, a lot of cold. Very true, very true. Was playing college golf always a dream of yours? Yeah. Yeah, from day one. I mean, I played a lot of sports growing up in, uh, you know, middle school and high school, but I'd say as soon as I was probably, you know, 12 or 13, collegiate golf was definitely the goal. Thanks. You've known since, like, day one. Yeah, for a while, yeah. What has been the biggest adjustment from high school to college golf? You know, as Coach was saying earlier, kind of playing more for a team. You know, in high school, you, you know, you play for a team. It's the same thing. You count four of the five scores, but, you know, the tournaments weren't that big. Guys weren't that good. You know, there was the, the handful of ten players in a tournament that would stand out above the others. I was lucky enough, you know, be one of those guys. Um, but, yeah, you know, sitting there – Playing for a team is definitely, I think, the biggest aspect. And, you know, shooting the scores I was shooting in high school and shooting those scores now in college, I mean, it doesn't even compare. You know, I'm, I go from taking third in a high school event to 42nd in a college event. So, you know, just the the difference of, you know, college players to high school players. Do you also feel like high school, like, the players are not, like, as determined as they are here and, like, now you're on a college team and they're super supportive and yeah. loving the same thing you are? Yeah, for sure. What actually brought you to UCM? Was it golf? Yeah, it was definitely golf. I mean, you know, Coach, is, he's done good for the last, you know, 30 years of having a, a great team. So that, uh, that definitely catches a guy like mine, you know, I, who gets kind of overlooked by some of the Division One schools. You know, I had D1 offers, but wasn't anything that, you know, compared to the caliber of the team that we had and still have, you know, today. So it was definitely golf that drew me in. So is the team what made you choose um, D2 instead of D1? Yeah, you know, kind of back to just – you know, making it to the postseason every year. I didn't want to go play for a, you know, mid-major or just below average Division One school. And, you know, we're getting our teeth kicked in left and right. You know, um, it was cool It was cool to, you know, be on the squad last year when we ended up. And, you know, I played well at the right time to qualify for the five spot for the postseason. So, yeah, definitely uh, postseason played a big, big factor into that. Try to win a national championship. That's awesome. So what is your favorite thing about um, playing golf here? Probably just the camaraderie of the team, you know. I mean, we there's never a dull moment when all the guys are together. You know, traveling on the road is a blast. You know, uh, everyone just gets along really well. So I just think, you know, the, the team chemistry aspect is it's good. Plays a big part. Um, looking in, like, the future, what is your, like, goal to accomplish within your time here as a mule golfer? Uh, win a national championship for sure. You know, I think we definitely – 
we have the talent. We just have to, uh, you know, find the next, the next level. Um, and I think that a lot of that comes back to just mentally and being confident. No, that's awesome. Okay, Alex, this is the segment of the show where we're going to play rapid fire. I'm going to ask you some questions, and then you fire off the answer as fast as you can. Okay. All right. Your dream golf course to play on? Uh, Augusta National. Your all-time favorite golfer? Tiger Woods. Your biggest influencer in life? Probably my dad. If you didn't play golf, what would you do? A lot of rec basketball. <laughs> your favorite thing about golf? Uh, being alone and, you know, having, like, all the weight on my shoulders, not having to kind of worry about anybody else. Your go-to Sonic drink? Cherry Limeade. <laughs> and who would win, you or Coach Poe in a matchup? <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's an easy one. Got to be me, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> Alrighty. Well, thank you so much for being on the show, and good luck when your season starts. I appreciate it. Thanks. That was redshirt sophomore Alex Gentry. When we come back, we'll take a look around UCM Athletics. You're listening to Sports Page on UCM The Beat. Hey, everybody. Rachel Ray here. Nothing puts a bigger smile on my face than cooking up a big meal for family and friends. But there's not enough room at my table for the 17 million kids in America who are struggling with hunger. These children, that's one out of every five, often have to skip meals because there's just nothing to eat in the kitchen. Yet there's more than enough healthy, nutritious food produced right here in America to feed every last hungry child. If only there was a way to get it to them. That's why the Feeding America nationwide network of food banks collects surplus food to give hope to hungry kids and their families all across our country. But they can't do it without your help. Join me in supporting Feeding America at your local food bank and at feedingamerica.org. Together, we can solve hunger. Together, we're Feeding America. A message from Feeding America and the Ad Council. From court to court and lane to lane under the lights or under the sun. No one delivers Division II sports like NCAA.com. The center of D2 is inside the NCAA.com hub with exclusive highlights of every sport and live broadcasts of every Division II championship found nowhere else. Make NCAA.com yours. The home of Division II college sports. Time now for a look around UCM Athletics. Jenny Soccer became the MIAA Conference Tournament champions, winning 2-0 against Fort Hayes State. They then moved on to face Emporia State, winning 4-3. The NCAA Central Region Tournament will take place on November 11th at 10 a.m. here in Warrensburg at the South Recreation Complex. And on November 13th at 1 p.m., the NCAA Central Regional Tournament second round match will be played in Warrensburg. Jenny Soccer faced Washburn last Friday and lost 3-1, but Saturday they played against Emporia State on senior night and won 3-0. They begin their MIAA tournament quarterfinals on November 10th in St. Joe at 2.30 p.m. against Pittsburgh State. Mules Cross Country finished 5th out of 11th in the MIAA championship at the Tom Rutledge Cross Country Course. They had three top 20 finishers. Brian Meaty finished in fourth place and set a personal best, earning him the MIAA honorable mention. Paul Coral set a personal best and placed 13th overall, and Brian Obar placed 18th and set a personal best as well. 
Jeannie's Cross Country finished in seventh place as a team and was led by Katie Bean, who finished 26th overall, being her personal best. Mules football finished with a win on senior night and double overtime against Missouri Western. The final score was 40-37. to Their next match and final game of the season is November 12th in Edmond, Oklahoma against Central Oklahoma at the Chad Richardson Stadium. Kickoff is at 2 p.m. Mules Wrestling kicked off the start of their season at the Dan Harris Open in Baldwin City, Kansas. They had four-place winners. Derek Lepaki finished sixth place and J.D. Culp finished runner-up in the 157-pound bracket. Austin Morgan and Braden Dilo both placed fourth in their prospective brackets. Central Missouri wrestlers are scheduled to travel to Des Moines, Iowa for Grand View Open Saturday, November 12th. That's all the time for now. Thanks for tuning in to Sports Page with me, Corinne Benedict. Sports Page airs every Thursday and Saturday at 6 p.m. right here on UCM The Beat. You can also catch past shows by going to ucmbeat.com. Until next time, go Mules and Jennies, and thanks for listening. Did you know that the University of Central Missouri has been leading innovation for nearly 150 years? With more accreditations and more qualified faculty members, our commitment to academic success is unparalleled. And we make sure every student receives the support they need to graduate on time and with less debt. So whatever opportunity you're looking for, make your impact sooner at UCM. With campuses located in Warrensburg, Lee Summit, and online. Find out more about UCM and the power of opportunity in action at ucmo.edu.